Hey everybody, welcome to Best Show Bests, the best of the best show. And you can find out more about The Best Show over at thebestshow.net. It airs live every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And if you're new to the program, this show, are uh, these are little bite-sized bits and greatest hits type samples of what we do every week. So if you like this, maybe you check out the full show. And if you want to support The Best Show, we have a Patreon set up over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. That is how you support the program. It is listener-sponsored now, and you give what you can, and we appreciate it. And there are prizes and benefits at all different levels of giving. So again, go to patreon.com slash thebestshow and support the show. And now please, without further ado, check out this episode of Best Show Best. Mike, is my guest here? This is what I'm going to say. First, make sure he's got a beverage if he chooses to have one. Second, please show him into the studio. And third, don't make me mention your your band camp thing again. Hey. Hey. Oh, my God. Look who it is. It's Jeff Fierzig as I live and breathe. How are you? We're going to set you up over there. You'll be sitting in that blue chair. All right, so first of all. Yes, okay. You know the song This Gift? The song This Gift by Mud Honey? Exactly. Mark Arm? Sure. Turner. I have this gift for you. Oh, oh my God, the trademark equality. The this pig. Is, this is so cool. This is for you. I had an artist make it custom. This is not like bought its accessories. This is beautiful. Look at this. The trademark of quality amazing. pig bootleg. It used to be on all the bootlegs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This I, is I had to crowdsource this art just to get to pull a skin. Oh. Then I had this artist make a screen. And I'm not in the t-shirt business like Mike. All right? I don't know anything about screen printing. Yeah, and neither does, trust me, Mike doesn't know two things. Mike, this is what we should, this is what I want to do now. From now on, Mike, hey, get in here, Mike. Get your ass in here. From now on, yeah. what do you got your mouth there? What do you got? Mouthful? <laughs> what, are you, what are you chewing on? Nothing. Nothing. Ugh. He opens his mouth. <laughs> what do you think? Don't worry. We're not, this is not a, not a cuckoo's nest trying to show me you got anything in your mouth. I want you to, yeah. if you're going to sell these shirts at yeah. apmike.bandcamp.com, first of all, you're giving them away like water. I've caught you. I've caught you give these things away. Like you're, I, 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 no joke. We went to eat at a diner a couple weeks ago. The check sits there. They put it right in front of Mike. Mike suddenly, suddenly he's uh, looking at his phone. You notice Mike, suddenly he was, those fingers were busy doing everything but reach for that check. Suddenly Mike was doing his impression of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Those short arms, right? Yeah. Short arms and deep pockets. But then he said, he said to the owner of the diner, he's like, hey, do you know Masses? Gives the guy his shirt. The, our, our server, do you know Masses? And bam, gives her a shirt. He's given these things. It's 
this is not the clientele that you just give them out. Look, if you want to give them to, uh, to Jeff Fierzig, yeah. for example. Some FPs. Some FPs. <laughs> this guy's making He laid a shirt on me. I, I, yeah. I barely got my... Yeah. My coat off. I walk in the door. Woo! <laughs> he whips out a shirt. I got a beautiful I, burgundy red masses shirt in my bag ma- right now. Got a masses shirt. He's got a connection to masses. True. All right. What's the connection? Uh, uh, a, a scene was shot there for uh, the real Rocky. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So Mike and I, we know we're connected through Bayonne for life. So that yeah. was a, that was a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seriously, I love the shirt, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, You're the welcome. shirt's cool and. Uh, and the thread count, too. I mean, it's, not, it's, count, a, yeah. it's a good quality shirt. Thread count. <laughs> what do you know? Do you know anything about thread count? Uh, sheets. I know sheets come in different thread counts. And T-shirts as well. The higher, the better. Yeah. If you're going to be in the T-shirt biz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Learn. Yeah. Learn. Talk the talk. <laughs> Don't just wait for these yeah. endless, these endless shout-outs to... I read eight. the box. It's a, an right, environmental right. Uh, sound company. It's a... I read the box. It's an environmentally sound company. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> Seriously, get out. There he goes. APMike.bandcamp.com. Jeff Fierzig, how are you? Great. This is beautiful. This painting, the screen. Was this screened or painted? This, is- this was screened oh, and man. painted. I love it so much. Very Warholian. Yes. And that's for your walls. It's also to, you know, you're always dumping on AP Mike and Dudio who built the studio and burn. And I feel like they need a successory on the wall like to, to get the esprit de corps up around okay, here a little bit. Yeah. The, they the need morale. Little, yeah. Yeah. They, they can always stare at the pig now and know <laughs> that the best show is, of course, yeah. the trademark of quality, the, the gold standard. You hear that, guys? Trademark equality. It's as much for them as it is for you. I kind of felt bad for them. Uh, out there? Well, not today. It's over time. What's it like sitting You're riding out there? these guys. When I'm doing the show, what are they doing out there? Are they staring at their shoes? Well, it's kind of like ground control. These guys, <laughs> Mike is manning the phones. He's very serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mike's manning the phones. Yeah. And Pat and Duty are holding it down on the computers. Pat's pacing. He wants, Pat's he wants to make sure that nothing electronically goes okay. wrong. Pat takes it very seriously. Look, they all, they're all they all great guys. I love all three of them. I love all three. You hear that? Love all... Oh, here he comes in as Doctor Who. What is this? Doctor Who. Doctor Who else can do Dudio's job? That's what I want. That's that's who I'm looking for. That's the Doctor Who I'm looking for. He comes in a Doctor Who outfit. That's what he's out there. He's, they're doing a Doctor Who fashion show out there. AP Mike Dudio and the other one, <laughs> Pat. Um, Jeff Fierzig, it is an honor to have you here. One of my all-time favorite people. I'm going to say this. All-time favorite, Jeff Fierzig. He is a director. He directed the half Japanese movie, the band. That would be king. That would be king. Then he directed The Devil. And Daniel Johnston. One of the all-time greatest documentaries ten years ago. Then 
the real Rocky, the ESPN 30 for 30, telling the story of Bayonne's own Chuck Webner. But now, all of these other movies, as great as they are, they they are they they are cowed, humbled before the latest installment in the Fierzig oeuvre. Author, the J.T. Leroy story, which I saw in June at the New York premiere. You were at BAM. I was there. <clears throat> you and Terry T. came out. That was great. You did. And that movie, I'm telling you, it is so great. I, I was blown away by it. I cannot wait till everybody can see it. And it comes out in September. Yeah, we hit uh, screen September 9th in theaters. September 9th. All around America, author the J.T. Leroy story. So, but is there? There's a, a this week. Is there something in New York? Well, we're going to do uh, rooftop films Thursday night. The roof is on fire in Brooklyn. <laughs> okay, so that's a that's an early peak. People in New York could potentially get. At that's it. the last exit to Brooklyn before we go wide. That's it. Okay, so so everybody. So if you go, I don't know, online to rooftop films. That's the only way to get ticks. I'm not even sure there's any ticks left, to be yeah, honest with this you. Might be a, this might be a moot point. Might be. Yeah. But now, for people who aren't familiar with J.T. Leroy, how, how would you... What, what's, the, what's the quick summation of J.T. Leroy without giving away the, 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 the many twists and turns that, that, uh, that take place throughout the course of the movie? All right. No spoilers, right? No spoilers. No spoilers, Basically, J.T. Leroy, uh, in 2006, it was, it was the biggest, most explosive literary scandal of all time, where a young boy who was the author of two best-selling books, Sarah and the Heart is Deceitful Above All Things, uh, took the world by storm and went on for about 10 years. And it turned out this young boy who was a truck stop prostitute, lot lizard, gender fluid drug addict from the hills of wild West Virginia. It turns out that that boy did not exist. And it was in fact the creation of a woman from Brooklyn, uh, Laura Albert. She was the author of the fiction that went way off the page. And it just goes and goes and goes. And that's, that's just the start of the story. Yeah. And the movie is like a vice. You are locked in on this thing, and it is just taking you step by step, and it's going an inch forward into the future, and it's taking a step back into the past, in, in, forward, backwards, forward, backwards, and your head starts spinning, and it doesn't stop until the movie's over, and it is truly impressive, and it comes out in September, and I... Tell you, Jeff, I hope everybody goes and sees it because they will not be disappointed. So when you, Jeff fears it, go to make a movie like this, how what is the what is the the length of gestation between the very first moment to where it finally hits the screen? How how long are we talking about? This one was like pretty much two years, which. Is faster than Devil and Daniel Johnson. Devil and Daniel was like five years. That was five years of of uh, 
of research, of editing, of shooting, mm-hmm. of editing, of writing, never stops. No, and that that movie also, you know, you know, one of the exciting things was when I was uh, talking to you when that was still underway, uh, and then uh, you were you were uh, showing me little scraps of things, and then you were like, "Do you want to see Daniel's notebooks?" Because you were filming, you I guess you were taking pictures from them, and then those became animations that happened right. throughout the movie. And then just looking at those notebooks and seeing the actual stuff he drew from page to page was one thing. But then when I finally see the movie, it's like you took that and brought it to life, and that that takes a certain amount of a certain amount of envisioning of things it's just like because this that notebook was as representative of that guy as anything could have been and then you took it and you that notebook came to life in that movie so nobody people didn't need to see that notebook to see the notebook you brought it to life and then in this movie you don't need to know this to know laura or to to just to feel like you you feel like you know her with this this is truly you are getting her telling you the story. Yeah, absolutely. She's telling, she's taking you through her journey. It's an absolutely subjective film. You know, in those notebooks, you know, I've never animated a thing in my life. That was the first thing I've ever attempted. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Johnston had, you know, he had made flip books, like old fashioned flip books. Yeah, where you kind of flip the corner of the, the page and you can see a little mini movie. Yeah, and I saw those and I was like, oh my God. This guy's a master. Not only is he doing these incredible Super 8 comedy movies where he's like Peter Sellers dressing up as mm-hmm. his mom and playing himself in the same <laughs> same scenes, he's also, you know, a master animator. And, you know, we knew his art. He was a great, great artist, of course. Sure. But to see his, his flip books, I, I just wanted to honor that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you yeah, know, that was tough. I figured it out, though. And... For this though, how did, how did the JT Leroy story get on your your radar? Well, basically, I had no idea who JT Leroy was when uh, when the scandal broke in 2006, and mm-hmm. a friend of mine, a journalist, turned me on to it. And you know, the hook for me was the same hook at that time for everybody. It was being called you know quote unquote the greatest literary hoax of all time. And I was like, oh, okay, that sounds interesting. Yeah. So I I read you know my massive amounts of ink were generated. And I read all these pieces, and I said, you know, there's much more to the story than we are being told. Mm-hmm. It was a feeling I had. And it turned out I was right. Um, Laura Albert, the author, had held back her story. Uh, other documentarians had approached her, I, I came to learn. Uh, Hollywood had approached her, and she said no to everybody. I sent her The Devil and Daniel Johnston. And for best show listeners who perhaps have not seen the film... You know, it deals vividly with the intersection of madness and creativity. And that film spoke to Laura Albert. And that was when she decided that she would share her story with me. Because it really, you, you, you let her tell the story. And you can be, how you feel about, as, a, as somebody watching the movie, is how you feel about her telling the story is your call. You take it however you want to take it. If you're with her, if you're, if you're with her 100% or you're with her 
Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't I smell, smell them. She's telling you the story, though. But it's such a it's such a, a, a amazing journey that people are going to go on when they see this uh, this movie over the next month. Yeah, I mean, I'll make, I'll make one comment on that. What's interesting, what I found interesting. Mm hmm is her story in the history of deceit. No, her book was called The Heart is Deceitful Above All Things. Mm -hmm. So her story is just filled with deceit. But when she told me her story over eight days, she was 100% forthcoming about everything, including all of the deceit. So she plays multiple roles. You know, she was speedy with a British accent. Mm -hmm. She was the voice of the boy on the phone, J.T. Leroy. Mm -hmm. She is herself. Laura Albert, and she's also well, the inventor of other characters. Uh, for instance, her husband became Aster. Mm -hmm. Her son became Thor. Mm -hmm. And she is absolutely juggling all those plates. So it's really a journey of where does fiction come from? What is fiction? Mm -hmm. And uh, this is fiction way, way, way off the page, outside of the margins. We've never seen a pseudonym, a pen name like this before ever. So... Anyway, I was I was hooked as soon as I read this material, and then I just came to learn so much more while making the film. Yeah, and then you gotta you gotta you gotta walk that line. That's a line to walk, man. I don't know if I have that in me to like to just be able to. You gotta keep. You gotta get what you need to tell the story for the movie because you have to make a movie. She can talk all the live long day. If it's not adding up to what's going, the, 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 the target is the movie, not you sitting rolling tape on her. That's an, that's an element of the, the, the final goal for the thing. So you've got to like, you've got to, cause I've watched you direct. That's the other thing. I've watched Jeff direct. That's right. We, we should tell people that Tom and I were on set many, many years ago for, mm -hmm. uh, it was a very important moment in uh -huh. <laughs> currency history in the yeah. United States. It was. Uh, was it the 50-state quarters? Yes. It's yeah. when they released the 50-state quarters. Jeff said, I got this job. Will you come Will you be the, my copywriter? Yeah, will you come to the I need, US? I need a copywriter on set. I demanded yeah. it. It had yeah. to be Tom. It was one of the most educational things. We were at the U.S. Mint in San Francisco. And, and Philly, and Philadelphia, we did two, yeah. Yeah, two, two cities. And watching you work with these guys who have never talked into a camera in their life, these guys who drew the picture of whatever's on the quarter for Ohio, and they're carving it out, and Jeff is making these guys, you'd think these guys were... Uh, like Brando. Yeah. So, so it, was, it, was, it was method it, acting with real people. Because you're, you're putting them in a place where you can let them just tell the thing. But there's that difference between telling the thing and telling the thing to a camera. But yeah, you gotta you're a you're a magician, Jeff. I gotta tell you. But Tom, just by the way, 
for the best show listening mm-hmm. audience. He's on the sidelines. He's got headphones on. He's got a <laughs> pen in his hand. He's got a notebook, right? Writing. And this guy, it's like it's like live writing, and he's he's feeding oh. me these lines yeah. for these real people. Yeah, guys who work a press that yeah. that spit out coins all day. Yeah. Some of the you should have seen some of the things I was writing. Yeah, is that heavy? Ask him if that's heavy. Ask him if a quarter is his favorite coin. Ask him what his favorite state is. First of all, he's he's downplaying his role. There was a lot of humor infused into this. So not from me, there wasn't. There was a lot of free eating from me. We did eat well on that. Yes. That gig. Mike, this call, is this pertinent? Best show. Hey, Tom, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. This is Ron McAllister in Newbridge Heights. Hey, Ron. Loving the show. Oh, thanks so much. Really good, really good. And um, I'm a little nervous. Jeff, I'm a huge fan. Oh, thank you. I I, I love the movies. I loved Daniel Johnson. I loved uh, the the Chuck Wepner. That was great. I really loved it. Just the... uh, the footage that you had was was so so fun. That old footage, I, I love that stuff. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Um, hey, Jeff, um, I have a question about the real Rocky. Um, is it true that you had to reshoot the masses footage uh, because AP Mike was moaning erotically from under a pile of Coors Light cans? AP Mike was absolutely present when we shot Masses Tavern, and. Uh, Actually, I come in today. You're going to appreciate this. Mike's, Mike's making me feel bad because he wants to know why I didn't find the bear footage. Like, I think I let him down. Oh, The footage of... of Victor the Bear. Right, of, right. Yeah. Of uh, wrestling Chuck Wepner. Yeah. Well, it's lost. <laughs> right? Yeah, well, he, he sent me on a big chase uh, years ago. Mm-hmm. We a bear out. chase. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah. A, that's a good one, Jeff. Thank you, thank uh, you. Hey, uh, Jeff, I was curious about this. Um, you probably watch TV, right? Occasionally. Well, I was I was wondering what your thoughts were on this show that I've been watching. It's it's a it's a it's a documentary series. It's called Roadies. Oh yeah, I, I, I am familiar with that actually. Ro- I, Roadies. Yes. Yeah. What is? Oh, well, I know. Ro- wait. Roadies. Yes. The documentary series. Well, it, 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 it's more of an educational documentary series. Like, like this past episode on, on uh, this past Sunday was uh, a uh, basically a master class on Leonard Skinnerd. Okay. Yeah. So it really just took everyone to school about this uh, this band that no one's heard. No one's ever heard of them. No, and uh, we learned a lot of things about them. Like they, uh, you know, they uh, they were involved in a plane accident. So they got into so they put that in the movie. They certainly did. Yeah, I mean in the roadies, the t- yeah. TV series. Yeah, yeah I so advise everyone to check it out. It's a fun show. You like it? It's like going to rock school. Uh huh. It is. You really just learn about rock everything. Mm-hmm. We yeah. learn about you know the the hijinks that go on on a tour, like uh, when. Uh, it's the first day of a tour in the opening band, who's like a new band. They will pull these big pranks on the headlining band. Sure, the band that everyone bought tickets to see. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, one thing I, I learned from this, from this show, Roadies, right. is that people might be fans of the band. Right. 
But people who really know what's what are fans of the roadies. Absolutely, yeah. Just, yeah. just as much as they're a fan. Like, they'll know the guitar tech. Oh, yeah. Well, when I was a kid, I, you know, I, I was a big Ramones fan. I knew about Little Matt and, uh, and Chubby and Monster. Sure. Sure, the, the guys holding it down. Absolutely, uh-huh. yeah. And were you as excited to see them hovering side stage as to oh, see yeah. the Ramones I, I, w- I would boo Johnny and Dee Dee so they would get out of the way so I, I could see little Matt. <laughs> so, so like when, when Joey had the sign, when he held up the Gabba Gabba Hay sign. Yeah. Give it back to Bubbles. You'd, that's what you'd be yelling. I would, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, you were, you, uh, I, I, I did not know that people were such fans of roadies until I saw this thing. Right? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, it's, well, you learn something new every day, Jeff. You learn, you learn many new things every time you watch that show, for sure. Wait. I called you Ron. You're not Jeff. I'm so sorry. You've done that twice now. I'm so huh, sorry. Interesting. Why do I keep calling you I'm so sorry. It's I don't know. What was your name again? Ron? Ron, yes. Hey, hey, Jeff. Yeah. I got to say also, I'm dying to see this J.T. Leroy documentary. It's so up my alley. I can't wait. Well, Brooklyn, if you want to come. Well. Thursday night. Okay. I'll, I'll, I can I'll, guest I'll, list you. Oh, my God. Thank you. Um, I just love the, the, the idea of it, you know. that, that uh, Now, do, do you have these actual audio conversations of JT and the celebrities in this, in this, in this movie? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, so, question. Mm. Is it true that there's footage of G.G. Allen playing a song that he wrote for JT called I'm Going to Eat? It is true. It's the. It, I, Wait. I, but, but we don't want to do spoilers, but. With your hat and. All over your sunglasses? I had to bleep. Jeff actually. I had to bleep this guy. You bleeped the whole song title? I bleeped part of it, then Jeff started talking, but then I okay. had to bleep the rest. I bleeped it after the whole thing after Eat. Pretty much. Oh, that's the best part of the song title. Yeah. Well, it's 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 a little bit of a. Uh, it's a little racy. Yeah, a little racy. A little bit for Gigi, a little racy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hey, G- Jeff. Yeah. I want to ask you this also. Last night on NBC, uh, NBC Lester Holt posited that uh, J.T. Leroy might also be Jandek. That which is, is interesting because you never see the two of them together. What do you think? Well, can I? say something about this ron of course yeah um the idea that that uh i mean why would you see jt Leroy and jandek together look i didn't bring this up lester holt did last night mm-hmm. he he's talking about jandek yeah I mean, that's a mind blower to me too that he knows about him i can't picture do you think do you think a guy like lester holt is a big jandek fan could be. I mean, Sherman Helmsley loved, uh, you know, Gong. Yeah. So there's a chance that that Lester Holt was like writing checks to Corewood Industries, probably buying the albums twenty five at a time. Absolutely, it's possible. I guess it is possible. Yeah. Yeah. I you, mean, Trump did. Mm-hmm. Wait, Trump did what? Big, big Jandek fan. Trump. I didn't know Trump was a big fan of Jandek. Oh yeah, huge fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, look, I, I know it's weird. I guess it's it, to be fair, you never do see JT Leroy and Jandek together. No, it's true. It's 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 like uh, you know, like Tom Scholz from Boston and Greg Ginn from Black Flag. You never see them together, or mm-hmm. you know, you and the creature from the Black Lagoon. Well, that's I have never been seen with the creature from the Black. So you're saying that I am the creature from the. Black Lagoon. I'm just saying I've never seen the two of you together. Uh-huh. Well, or the Wolf Man. Or the the what? The Wolf Man. Wolf Man. What? Wolf Man. No, it's the Wolf Man because no, he goes Wolf. No, that's not what it is, Ron. No, he's got the wheels that go Wolf. Now that's something else. That is something else. Yeah. What's that? That's Bub Rub. Bub Rub is the one who was like with the whistle tips. That's exactly it, yes. When it was like these things that people welded into their, their exhaust pipes. That's right. And then they would make this whistle as they went down the street, and this guy, Bub Rub, was just like, goes, whoop, whoop. That's right, and nobody should be complaining about it in the morning because he should be up having breakfast by then. It's He's not wrong. Bub Rub was not wrong. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Hey, um, hey, Jeff? Yeah. Speaking of Tom... You should do a documentary based on those messages that Tom left on the Wacky Packages corporate office answering machine back in the mid-90s. Have you heard these things? I have not heard them, but I... Oh, my God. I'm leaning in. I'm interested. Oh, it's insane. Hang on. And he is leaning in. Let's see if I can find him online. Oh, rats. I don't see the, the audio anywhere. Oh, 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 but they do have a couple transcripts. Oh. Now, look, I, I can't do the voice justice, but, yeah. but I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try, Jeff. Are you ready? Sure. Okay, so here's, here's one of them. <clears throat> Dear Mr. Crumpert, my name is Tom Sharpling. I, I have been a big fan of wacky packages my entire life. I consider the wax to be the greatest artistic creation of the 20th century, bar none. I was wondering if there were any opportunities for me to contribute to the grand legacy that is Wacky Packages in some form or another. I'm a pretty funny guy. I was voted funniest nerd shoved into a locker three times in my high school. To be part of the continuum of Wacky Packages would be an honor, sir. I would wet my jams if I could be part of it. Here are some ideas. SSTP Records. This would be a parody of the famous SST Records logo. Sir, SST is a label that puts out records by Black Flag, Painted Willie, Lawndale, Zoog's Rift, and more. It would be a roll of toilet paper that says SSTP. Sir, the TP is for toilet paper. This is killing Two me. Two cheap toes. A send-up of the popular snack, Cheetos. This would be a brand of cheesy snack that is priced super cheap because it's cheap toes. <laughs> Maybe it could also have a toe-related joke as well. Are there any in the shape of a toe? Maybe that's what they are. Three Dunkin' Dog Butts. <laughs> a hilarious goof on the donut chain Dunkin' Donuts. This would be dog butts instead of donuts. Admittedly, sir, I I didn't think this one all the way through. (laughs) And he does cry at this point, I I remember. I cry on that. I don't think I... Really? 
Oh, I've heard it many times. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, never ready batteries. I don't think you guys did this one yet, did you? Well, if you did, uh, my apologies. Five, frigid hair refrigerators. A funny twist on frigid hair refrigerators. This is a refrigerator that keeps your hair, maybe your wig or your toupee, open to discuss. It keeps it cold. I, I look forward to working with you, sir, in the future, sir. Thank you for this great opportunity, sir. That's pretty much it. I do apologize. My, my voice sounded like Andrew Dice Clay doing a woman, but that's not really that far off of what it was. Oh, that It's not nearly as bad as what you just made it sound oh, like. Oh, my God. What? What? Jeff, what do you think? It's, it's, it's enticing, right? Very much so. I, I don't know if there's a whole movie in there. Oh, there certainly is. And, and, Jeff, these tapes have been circulating for years. And I think at one point Tom Argolino was planning on doing a musical based on them. Oh, I, this is a dark chapter that I tried to block out. And I try to have these things scrubbed from the Internet. But well, some... I don't know what to tell you. But, yeah. uh, oh, hey, guys, thanks for talking to me. I, I got a roll. Um I hope you guys have a great night. Jeff, good luck with the movie. I think it's going to be great. It sounds like it's your best one yet. And, um, you know, you two should come down to the office for a free dental cleaning sometime. Mm-hmm. That'd be great, Ron. Thank you, man. Wait. Of course. Of course. Hey, Ron? You yes. said Ron McAllister. That's correct, yeah. If this isn't Ron McAllister. This is not from McAllister Family Dentistry. Yeah, it sure is, son. Uh-huh. Because this is a guy who... Um, is uh there's billboards in in Newbridge around Muffler Row for uh McAllister Family Dentistry and it always makes me laugh cuz it's it's funny you hear family dentistry and the thing i picture is that the entire your entire family uh the McAllister family would be um doing dental work on people the like the whole family would be dentists. Yeah, we are. Why? Wait, what? Wait, the whole family. Mm-hmm. Your whole family are. I, I, I'm I'm a little confused here. Everyone in the family works at the the office. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you, as a matter of fact, little Billy's probably the best twelve year old root canals in America. Well, that's not funny. Don't don't stop that. What? Don't put no, that t- out. See, see, Tom, decades of research has shown that children are 14% less scared when someone their own age is performing a very painful procedure on them. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's, what, I, that's what research has shown? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And the same goes, you know, for, for the elderly, too. Okay. Yeah, like, like uh, my grandpa Mortimer. Yeah. Mortimer, he's, he's, a, he's a huge hit with the, the senior citizens. They love Mort. Wait, your grandfather... Mm-hmm. How old are you, Ron? I'm 58. Okay. If you're 58, mm-hmm. how old is your, how old is, you said Mortimer? Yes. How old is, is Grandpa Mortimer? 106. Why? Mm-hmm. Oh. And he's performing <laughs> dentistry. He's oh, like, yeah. Yeah. All the, all, the, all, the, all the big ones, yeah. I, I, I mean, excuse me? No, I, I just can't believe that you have, uh, that a... Uh, 
106-year-old person would be performing dental, dentistry on anyone. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's great. But, I mean, you know, of course he has his moments, you know, like, you know, when the drill got going really fast a few years ago and it threw him backwards into that filing cabinet and basically obliterating both of his hips into dust. But, you know, ever since we got that Grampy harness, you know, that, that's, that's not a problem that occurs much anymore. A what? A, gr- a, a Grampy harness? What is a what is a Grampy harness? Do you remember the movie? Um, oh, what's the one? Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Um, yeah. Do you remember at the end uh, when uh, the star? Who was the star of that movie? Not not Anthony Hopkins. Was it him? Anthony Hopkins was in Silence of the Lambs. Yes. yes. When he's you know he's kind of in that straitjacket thing with the hockey mask. Yeah. It's like that minus the hockey mask. So his, just, hand, his arms can move too, but he's, he's strapped in there. But how is he performing d- dental work? I just said he wasn't strapped in there with the hands. Well, then what is so? If the thing just covers his mouth? No, I said no hockey mask. So if there's no hockey mask and his arms are free, basically what? he's harnessed into a into a damn chair. So it's like he's tied to. So he's basically tied to like a like a. Uh, like a like a like a one of those things that people use to pick up packages with. Way to go, Ron! You tried to make it too sexy. <laughs> I should have just said he was strapped to a chair. Yeah, well, you, you Grampy harness. You're going to confuse people when you say that, Ron. Maybe you're going to confuse people. Well, you ever just, think of that? Well, I, I did. You ever think of the fact that you just did confuse people? No, I guess I didn't. Mm-hmm. No, no, you got a point. Got yeah, a point. Maybe you wrap your head around that. Maybe you should wrap your head around my fist. Mm-hmm. Wait, that doesn't sound right. I'm going to wrap my fist. No, that's still not right. You don't wrap a... Look, just don't... You, uh, a fist wraps on a head. Mm-hmm. I hate this part yeah, of this conversation. I'm not nuts. This so, stinks. So this thing, the whole family is in on this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why, even Dentist the Meowness has gotten into the act, Tom. <laughs> What's that? What's what? You said it with such a... <laughs> It was such a pronouncement. I really sold it, didn't I? Yeah, as if you, as if it's something you promote. <laughs> Dentist, the meowness. Oh, my printer just jammed, and it made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so w- what is dentist, the meow, the meowness? Let me unjam this thing real quick. <laughs> Hang on, it's really funny. I don't know why it's so funny. Printers are funny like that. Right? I find I can laugh sometimes at like a fax machine. Or well, a... I, I think what it is, see if you agree with it. Jeff, see if you agree with this also. It kind of looks like it's a face and the paper is a big tongue. Like a, a printer? Yes. Does it look like that to you, Jeff? You ever think about it that way? Sort of, yeah. Let me send you a picture of it. Let me text it to you. <laughs> Wait, you have Jeff's number? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no, that was my wiener. Uh-oh. Oh. I'm kidding. I don't have Jeff's number. Okay. Getting back to what we were talking about? Yeah. Dentist the Meowness. Yes. Dentist the Meowness is our 15-year-old cat slash hygienist. Why? Uh-huh. So, den- so that's like a play on Dennis the Menace? Check out the big brain on Tom. Oh, there you go. You're right. You, you know well, that's from, right? It's probably... Uh, Say from, with me. One, two, three, boondock oh, saint. 
Boondock what? Saints. I don't think it's from Boondock Saints. Sure it is. No, it's not from That's, to- that's a to- totally Duffian uh, line, isn't it? Who? Duff- Troy Duffy. Troy Duffy, okay. Like a classic much? It doesn't sound like you do. Boondock Saints is a classic? Yeah. Okay, well, it's a so that's a cat doing dental work? There's no way you could have an actual cat helping out in your office. Well, we sure do. And as a matter of fact, that's who will be doing your cleanings. A cat. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Cool. And he's such a calming influence on the easily frightened, which I assume you would be just going by these uh, <laughs> those tapes that we discussed earlier tonight. But, you know, all we ask is that you don't make any sudden moves because the claws will will come out. Literally. So so if somebody makes a... a, a Unexpected move. Quick move, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's going to be Dent- yeah, We had a, dentist- kid, uh, a kid's tongue got flagrantly shredded to micro ribbons about a uh, month ago. Sick. Because dentist the meowness wasn't ready for the. Say quick- it again. Because dentist the meowness wasn't ready for the quick movement. Do you think I could get dentist meowness on the show sometime? I'm teaching him how to speak. <laughs> okay, well, I'll say this. Yes? When you've got. And I'm not going to say if because you're you're you sound like a real go-getter, Ron. Right. I'm going to say it when. Like you're going to go into a West Side Story song when you. Is that what you're going to do? No, I was just oh. going to say that when you get your cat talking, you're <laughs> welcome to have the cat call in. That is from West Side Story. What is? What you just said. When you get your cat talking, you're welcome to have the. When cat... When you get your cat talking, you're a. <laughs> So that's West Side Story? It is, yes. Director's Cut, probably, right? <laughs> it's, it's a, I don't know if there's songs about talking cats that didn't make the the theatrical cut of West Side Story. Jeff, you must know about this, right? I, I don't know anything about it. Ugh, rats. Well. You're not a, Jeff, you're not a big musical fan, right? Take it or leave it. Here and there. Here and there. Okay. Sorry, Ron. Oh, oh, hey. Sorry, speaking of... Sorry. It's almost time for band practice. Uh-huh. Band? What, what kind of practice? Band? Yeah, yeah. Our band. You have a band. We do, yeah. Who yeah. Who has a band? Our family. The. So the dental family has a band. Yeah, the whole clan. We're called the McAllister Family Singers. Our, our first show's actually coming up. It's going to be a big deal. Okay. Yeah. So is it, what is it, like the, it's like the cow sills or something, where everybody sings? I mean, that's actually something I would not, I would actually like to see that. Well, you, you should come to the show. Mm-hmm. Where Where's the show? It's at the Newbridge Episcopalian Church of the Holy Narthex in Vestibule. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that that actually sounds nice. That's actually something I could, I could probably bring uh, my family to. I, th- I I think you should come, yeah. I mean, especially if your whole family grinds like F to power violence. Hey, what's that? Ron? Ron? Ron! 
Ron? Oh, okay. I'm assuming. Yeah, I think he just hung up. Thanks again for listening to Best Show Best. And I want to thank Martin DeGrell for supervising the episodes of Best Show Best. And of course, much thanks to Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Martine Sellis, Brendan McDonald, AP Mike, and of course, John Worcester. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, Marsha Newmeyer. And uh, yeah, you! The best show listener. Thank you. And if you like this, check out the full show every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight at thebestshow.net and support the best show, patreon.com slash thebestshow. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.